Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded. I'm your host, Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. I have been studying mind mastery and emotional management and its connection to spirituality for over 25 years. In this podcast, I help guide you out of your daily struggles in life, in the areas of health, wealth, relationships, and spirituality. Life is hard, but your daily growth doesn't have to be. Join me three times a week as I lead you inward on a healing, creating, and connecting journey. Let's go get the nugget of inspiration. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you releasing the pain with ease. If you're not releasing the pain with ease, and it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. You know, there are lots of times uh, back when I was in my early 20s. Um, I was a very, very negative person. I was very, very negative, complaining, whining, blaming. I was playing the victim card every single chance I got. And you know what? I got a lot of attention for it. But however, I did not have a wonderful, magnificent life, even with all that attention. So I don't know about you, but if you pull the victim card off and let me tell you firsthand, you're never going to be happy. You're never going to get what you want. The relationships that you do have are going to be supporting you in that lower vibrational state. And you will stay there forever and ever and ever. Now, if you've listened to my podcast, you know, what does stress do to the body? When we are in those low vibrational states, that kind of victimhood mentality for long periods of time, what does that do to the body? What does it do to the energy? So I have a couple of analogies to share with you today that I hope is going to change your perspective just enough that's going to help you to step out into a new world, step out into a new way of being and thinking and behaving and acting and getting different results. And it's a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be a crap ton of work and a bunch of holy moly's. And you know what? I have done research for years, 20 some years now, and on energy and chakras and meditation. And one book just led to another book that led to another book that led to just this me opening my perspective completely. And I know a lot of people that I work with, uh, clients and friends and family, they have very closed perspective. So I know that that's the very first step is to open your mind to say, I'm open, I'm curious, I'm allowing this new thing to come into my life. And in upon, I don't know if that, in, in the opening with you being open to new things coming into your life, you are allowing you are allowing the universe to start working through you, to start to start showing you the possibility. So let me first start with my analogy about releasing the pain. I want you to picture being in a really dark, dark room. Cannot see your own hand in front of your face. That's you inside your pain, okay? And that's you, if you live in that space, you don't know any different. You don't know that... You even have a hand. You don't know that there's a way out. You can't see any light. There's no people. You can't hear anything. There's nothing going on other than this complete blackness. And sometimes that pain feels like blackness, doesn't it? It feels like you are never going to let it go. It's never going to be better. It's never going to be different. You ask your friends, your family, your spouse. You ask your neighbors. You ask doctors. You research the crap out of it. And you just can't seem to get out of this space. Now, if I say here in one breath... I want you to just open your perspective. I want you to just say to yourself, I am open to a new possibility. I am open to healing. I am open to releasing. I am open to allowing. This is going to 
allow you to see other opportunities. That is the very first step. You ever try to teach somebody who's not a student? You can't teach them. They don't want the information. They're not ready. They're not students. Their cup is already full. And if your cup is already full, how well, how can I put anything more in there? So if you're listening to my podcast, if you're listening to this episode, I am hoping that you are ready and open to receive a new perspective. So now you're in this dark room. And when I say, we're going to go inward, we're going to practice that on this call today. I want you to go inward. I want you to, to visualize what it would be like if you just were to go inside this pain and look at it for just a minute. And this can be any pain. This could be physical pain. This could be emotional pain. Any pain that is something that has been bothering you for a long, long time. I want you to close your eyes if you can, in this moment, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to go in. I want you to look at that pain. How big is it? What, is it? what does it look like? What's the texture? What's the weight? How does it feel? Does it have a temperature? Is it cold? Is it hot? Is it throbbing? Does it stay contained in your body? Does it go outside of your body? Now, if you are open, you can do this. Most people who are closed will start giving me excuses and blaming and not wanting to look at it because it's scary. So when you start looking at it, that allows you to be in this curious state to say, you know what, if I can look at it, maybe I can release it. If I can acknowledge that it's pain, I can release it. What does our world teach us to do? Ignore it. Oh, just let that go. Don't let that bother you. Just let that go. Here's an aspirin. Just ignore your headache. Just ignore your back pain. Just ignore your arthritis. Here, put some cream on it. We get to the source of the problem, we can release it. But you have to get to the source. You have to look at the problem. And we are very, very good at distracting ourselves from our problems. Very good at it. So much so that I think that that's the biggest area of expertise in our country is distraction and distractibility. We do not have the ability to focus for long. If there's a problem, we're just going to bury our head in the sand and not tackle it head on. I'm asking you to tackle it head on. So once you go in and you look at this pain, get your journal out. Spend some time in your pain. Now someone says, okay, wait a second, Jen. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If I focus on it, isn't it going to expand? And I go, possibly, but here's why. If you look at it, you can release it. If you look at it, you're accepting that it's there. If you ignore it, it's going to continue to get your attention because there is something there that wants to be learned. There is something there that you need to acknowledge, accept, and release. Maybe there's even something to get a message from. That's for a different podcast. So going inward, looking at this pain, spending some time describing it, the weight, the texture, the size, the color, all of these things. Get your journal out, draw a picture of you, draw where the pain is, go inward, close your eyes, and go with curiosity into the pain to look at it and describe it. Then when you do that, here's what happens in the analogy. You're in this dark room. Now, all of a sudden, you can see this faint light coming through these curtains. And now the room has some definition. Now the pain has some defined lines. I can define it. I can look at it. I can see it. I can identify with it. I can, it's a, it's a thing now. So that means I can do something with it. And you keep going into the pain with open, with open curiosity and open emotion that says, you know what? I'm going to release this. I'm tired of this. I'm ready. And then with your 
with your visual, with your hands, is reach in and grab it out. Now the pain is out of the physical body, the emotional body, out of the, out of the body, and you have it in your hands in front of you. We're going even deeper. I'm willing to let this go. I've got it out. It's in my hands. Okay. Now in the dark room, what you've done is you've walked up to those curtains and you have thrown back the shades. You have, you have let, you're letting the light in by going inward and you threw back the curtains. Now you have some more clarity, some more light coming in. Now you get any kind of a message, any kind of support or guidance from this energy that you've just released. Why do I have this? What is it here for? What does it want to tell me? What am I supposed to learn? And be ready. Sometimes you get a message, sometimes you don't. But when you do, you get a very profound message. And yet, so interestingly enough, the messages are profound, but yet not surprising. But somehow, when you get it this way, it is like this massive, massive perspective shift. And what did I say in the last episode? When you have a perspective shift, your life starts changing right now. Right now, something you didn't know that now you know and you make different choices. It's amazing. I love it. Okay, so now you get the message from this. Now you're going to go out into your garden and you're going to plant this energy back to Mother Earth. So visualize your garden, visualize a whole. Mother Earth is ready to receive this information. You now have cleaned the glass from the curtains you just threw back because that those the, the glass was still dirty. You could see the light, you could see the outside world, but the glass was really dirty. And now you have given this back to Mother Earth, the glass starts to be clear. Now you can see through it, okay? Now when you go back into that energy in your body, you notice, wow, there's kind of a void here. I feel kind of empty. Like there's, I, I've taken out this thing and it feels empty inside. The last step, is to now go out into the universe and gather the information that you want to feel. Now that this pain is gone, if this anxiety, this anxiety is gone, what do I want to replace it with? Confidence. Great. Go out into the galaxy, go out into the universe where confidence is stored and bring that into that space. And when you bring that into your space, you start to fill it up. Now what you've done is you've left the room and you're standing on the mountaintop overlooking the whole world. Because right now with this exercise and with this activity, you, my friend, have the world in the palm of your hand. You are now standing on the mountaintop with a massive, wonderful, beautiful view. And then what does that encourage you to do? Go find more pain. Go find more triggers. Go find more limiting beliefs, more negative self-talk. Get in there and remove it, and remove it, and remove it, and remove it, you start feeling better. And when you start feeling better, you start thinking differently. You start talking and acting differently. Your choices are different. Your self-love and self-care soar to the top. You start feeling like you're alive again, and you have purpose on this planet. And what do you do when you have purpose on this planet? You share it with others. Because when we're in pain, are we very giving? Are we kind? Are we patient? No, we're actually in a very low vibrational state, which moves us right into selfishness. And in that selfishness, you don't have anything to give because you're in pain. Your bucket is empty. When you are willing to let it go, when you're willing to move it on, release it, give it back to Mother Earth, 
you are stepping out further every single time from your black box out to the mountaintop. Stress in the body is creating pressure and pain. Now, I want to tell you something. I want to give you another story, like an analogy. It's kind of an analogy, but really a story that that kind of takes this full circle. I don't know how old you are. I'm 50 years old. I just turned 50 last September, and my body is different, right? It's starting to change a little bit. And I'm struggling with that because I've always been thin, fit, and strong, flexible. I've been very active my entire life. I was a personal trainer for years. I was a boot camp instructor. I was always in the fitness field for like, I was 22 years or something. And um, always had this amazing body, very strong, very thin, jumping around, flipping around, climbing, riding, kayaking, hiking, doing all this stuff, right? And as I got older, I would say probably within the last five years, I started noticing that my body is starting to slow down. Now, some of you that are older than me, you might be like, oh, yeah, Jen, welcome to old age. I disagree with that statement. I disagree that old age comes whatever all these old age problems are. I disagree with that statement. I always have and I always will. And there are people in my life that say, you know, say stuff like that. Well, you're 50 now, so we're heading downhill, right? And but here's my theory on that. Let's talk about energy in the body. When we are feeling in those low vibrational states, stress, anger, frustration, depression, anxiety, grief, loneliness, sadness, when we're down in those lower vibrational states, we are very dense in our energy. So we're very like matter, matter meaning the physical, the physicality of energy. High vibrational energy is like light and sound and thought. High vibration, very fast moving, uh, very quick to to uh, to collapse space and time. I'm not going to go really deep in this, but I want to give you this analogy. So, when we get older and our energy down is down lower in these vibrational states, we become what? We become more matter, meaning the more physical, our body becomes very dense energetically. So we feel very heavy and slow and we feel the pressure. Now, take young kids, two, four, six-year-olds. How much energy do they have? They have a hard time sitting still, most of them, right? They have a lot of energy. They have a lot of fun. They're very playful. They're a lot of flexibility. There's a lot of movement in their bodies. Well, think of their energy. How much stress do they have? Not much. How much worry do they have? Not much. How much grief? Not much. Depression? None. Anxiety? Not really. Worry? Sadness? And occasionally, yes, they do go through some of those emotions depending on what's going on in their life. I get it, right? But for the most part, they are more energy, less matter, meaning they're a higher vibrational state. Their energy is higher in the, in the, in the upper chakras. So their energy is higher. They're not as grounded. Their brain waves are more alpha, more theta, depends on the age. They start becoming more beta brain waves, Okay. The beta brainwave is the very high thinking alert brainwave. The alpha brainwave is very relaxed. The theta brainwave is very, very relaxed, but not sleeping. You're still somewhat conscious of your surroundings, but you're in a very high meditative state. We as adults, when we live a very high stress life, we spend a lot of time in the higher brainwave states, which is a lower vibrational frequency. We're moving quickly, we're distracted, we're worried, we're overwhelmed, we're anxious. We feel all these high, these um, these low vibration frequencies, but we're in this high beta brainwave. Hopefully that doesn't confuse you. 
So here's what here's my theory come full circle is as these kids who are in this high energy state they have lots of energy they're very happy they're sharing their stuff they're they're excited and then as they start getting a little bit older that energy starts slowing down they start moving into that beta brainwave state because we as our society we teach them to do that we teach them to get their heads out of the clouds and get more into this beta brainwave environment wake up start paying attention wake up to your surroundings stop daydreaming get your head out of the clouds that doesn't work and what in all of our conversation we start bringing them down into their lower their lower frequencies now we don't do this on purpose of course we would never cause our children pain but that's what we do now by the time they're 40 years old they're more matter less frequency in that energy state and then they're dealing with maybe weight issues, health issues, joint pain, back pain, neck pain, shoulder issue, whatever. And they're dealing with pain. And then they start you know, doing the same thing that we do. We turn to medication. We turn to doctors. We turn to specialists and, and experts. We don't get the answers we want or the answers don't last very long. It's not this longevity. And we start to then become more awake. And in our wake-up process, we go, okay, listen, I've tried medication. I've tried therapy. I've tried counselors. That shit's not working for me. What am I going to do? I have to do something different. Like I'm getting really tired of this. Then that's you taking full responsibility for you and your energy. And when you start working at this energy level, your life starts changing right now. I have coached several women, several, over the last 13 years, too many to count. And there are women that have been dealing with depression or anxiety or grief and in one or two coaching sessions of releasing that energy, they now feel better. Their life has completely shifted. After 35 years of, of therapy, after how many years and how many different kinds of medication, and after how many times and how many counselors, and it's not working. The answer always lies within you. So in this analogy, releasing the pain is a big deal. So to wrap it all up, I want you, I suggest, I invite you, <laughs> I invite you to go into your pain. Don't avoid it. Don't just keep talking about it. As you keep talking about it and complaining out in the world to your doctor, your friends, your mother, your kids, your spouse, you're keeping it there. You're giving it attention. What I'm saying is go in there with curiosity, giving it attention, looking at it, befriending it almost, pulling it out and releasing it. You are going to then go from this dark, dark space that you can't see your hand in front of your face, and you're going to go to the mountaintop. And I want to encourage you to do this activity because, one, living in pain is a real pain, <laughs> and it completely changes your life, and it becomes this ultra-focus. And I know that with this work, I have seen it over and over and over again and time and time again with many, many different situations and different women going through different things that this thing in their life is monopolizing their life. And you, my friend, you deserve it. You deserve to feel free. You deserve to feel free of this pain. And old age, getting old, just for me now doesn't mean my body's got to hurt and I've got to be in pain and I've got to acquire arthritis and some other disease and feel this pressure in my body. All it means is I'm smart and I'm choosing to release all of these years of trigger and pain and negativity from my life. If you are still listening to this and you have a victim mentality, I encourage you highly, 
highly encourage you. This is a day and age to heal. There is nothing stopping you from having an amazing life except you. If you enjoy this show, please consider making a small donation. This helps me to continue creating powerful episodes for you each week, but also you become a bigger part of changing the world by changing yourself one episode at a time. By investing in my show, you are investing in yourself, your life, and your planet. And by elevating yourself, you are elevating others around you. And I thank you. 